Mm. So, I finally got a chance to watch the R. Kelly documentary. All I'm going to say is wow. I mean, I think it's time to cancel R. Kelly for good. And I'm going to have a problem with people that still defend him. Um, simply because it's like, why are we defending this asshole? I'm sorry. Why are we defending this this sexual predator? Let's call him. Let's let's call him what he is. Let's call a spade a spade. Um. Yeah. So I got a lot of thoughts about that, and I got a lot, a lot to say about this whole situation. Um, particularly when it comes to. I got a problem with the people that still want to support him. And I got a problem with the people that have and see no problem with what he did. Um, parents too. And people in like their 40s and 50s that grew up on R. Kelly. I got a problem with all y'all. And I'm going to call out every single one of y'all. Well, not every single one of y'all. But I'm going to call y'all out for the shit that y'all have caused um, on this episode. But yeah, I got a lot, a lot to talk about with this R. Kelly situation. So as you guys are aware, um, there was a docu-series, or if you guys weren't aware, excuse me, it's a docu-series on, it was called like Surviving R. Kelly. So it was all of his victims that he had essentially um, sexually assaulted. And I mean, at first I didn't want to watch it, and at first I didn't have to watch it, because if you guys are on social media at all, you know that Twitter, Twitter is your TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can get on Twitter and somebody, somehow, some way, will literally tweet their life away talking about exactly what is going on. Like, you can be on vacation and not near TV and you will know exactly who's winning what at the BET Awards. <laughs> like, that's how Twitter is, you know, that's that's what Twitter become, you know? And so, at first, I was like, I'm not watching this. I'm not giving this no attention, which Future made a really good point today. He well, yesterday maybe he was in an interview and he said, um, "The less attention we give him, the sooner it'll go away." And that's that's factual. Yeah, that's factual. And I'll, I'll bring that up again later on in, in this show. But um, I really didn't want to watch it. I felt like, why are we why are we even talking about this? Because what's crazy is like we knew that he was up to something. Like you know what I mean? Like. Dave Chappelle had a skit. Boondocks did a skit about him. Um, he was always in the news for something. And granted, I was a little bit younger when this was all ramping up and starting. But, you know, you get to a certain point that you can use Google and you can, like, look at this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I didn't really, really, really want to watch it. Didn't really want to, like, put any effort into attention for it. But I caught a couple um, glimpses of it. Um and I mean, what can I say about the whole thing? I feel like, you know, just as quick as we was able to condemn Bill Cosby, then we need to condemn this man. And he needs to be behind bars. He needs to rot in jail. That's my opinion. And I really don't give a damn what y'all think. I feel like the people out there that are supporting this man and are like saying, oh, you know, well, 
that's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, I was reading something. Somebody said some dumb shit like, oh, well, it gets to a point where um, these, you know, R. Kelly doesn't have to beg for nothing. He doesn't have to take anything from nobody. Oh, I'm sorry. Lil Boozy said that. Lil Boozy said in the interview, he was like, you know, R. Kelly is, is famous enough. He don't got to take nothing from nobody. And it's like, see, that's the problem I have with other celebrities and other artists. They want to defend, defend, defend. But they never want to like just say, hey, listen, like I don't, I don't like that. You don't have to turn the blind eye to something because then it's like, okay, well, what if it was your daughter, right? When it's some, when it when it happens to them or when it happens to to y'all personally, then y'all want to kick, scream, and y'all, and, you know, y'all want people to have justice or whatever, right? But when it's not dealing with y'all personally, y'all turn the blind eye to it. You know, and and so many times you hear about women coming forward after ten years, fifteen years, and you wonder why are they come out so late. I mean, we'll look at the landscape of it. Whenever a woman comes forward, she's ridiculed, she's judged, she's talked about. The media will blast her. The media will dig up all all they can find on her to make her look like the one that's wrong. To kind of still paint this picture of the of the guy that did it, and the whole time the guys walk around scot free, not having anything on him and the people that do kind of address the guy is kind of like you know just whispers almost like you hear about it and then it goes away you never hear about people talking about it and then it's like oh um you know well it it's it's prevalent and and, and it stays and it, it sticks around the other interesting thing was after i did some more research on this um there was a big controversy going around where a lot of um, celebrities were asked to talk in the documentary, right? And, you know, the list came out, and it was like Erykah Badu, Jay-Z, Questlove, you know, Mary J. Blige, right? And at first, I'll admit, like other people, I looked at it like, oh, so y'all just don't, y'all gonna defend him. Y'all gonna, like, we, we gonna ignore that sexual assault is real. We're gonna, like, defend this man to the end. And I was mad. But then... Interestingly enough, thanks to, you know, thanks to Twitter, shouts out to Twitter again, um, Questlove um, denied all of it, and he explained exactly what happened and the reason why he personally chose not to be in the documentary, and he said that they approached him, and they wanted him to basically applaud R. Kelly. And basically, they wanted him to talk about the life of R. Kelly, the artist, and not the person. They wanted to kind of spotlight him as an artist and what he's done for the music industry. They didn't want him to talk about his personal views about R. Kelly. Um, and Questlove kind of went on to say, you know, if you know him as a as a activist, if you know him as a person, you know that he's always denied um, agreeing with what R. Kelly's done. He's always denied R. Kelly as an individual. He's never liked to discuss him because... He takes things like this very seriously. And I thought that was interesting. One, you know, the media will always spur things and change things or whatever. But it's interesting that, one, Questlove came out and he had to defend himself. And two, Questlove came out and expressed why he didn't want to be in it. Why haven't any, any other artist? And I know, you know, the first thing some people say is, oh, well. Why they don't have to, and oh, you know, well, they're entitled to their own reason or whatever. But it's like a situation like this. I want to know why you chose not to. Like, tell me why. Especially when you have big names up there like Mary J. Blige, 
Jay-Z, Erica Badu. Erica Badu is always on Instagram. And you couldn't take five minutes to explain why you chose not to be in a documentary series? Jay-Z, you made the Khalif Browder documentary. You've been so, you know, outspoken about um, police brutality and, and justice reform and all that. But you couldn't talk about why you chose not to be on a documentary series highlighting and spotlighting a man who has a history of sexual abuse and sexual assault allegations brought against him, particularly with younger women. We couldn't talk about that. And then, you know, then you had the people that were like, oh, well, he was, you know, he was molested as a child himself. And listen, I can be sympathetic to something like that, but I can't be sympathetic to somebody who has a history of doing it to younger women. Like, it happens once, you say, okay, you need help. It happens twice, okay, you, you, okay, something's wrong. You know, a light bulb should go off in, in all of our heads, right? It happens multiple times, and we start joking about it, right? And we start pushing it off. And then you have those people that are like, oh, well, she wanted it. She knew she wanted it. That's not, no, that's not cool. That's not fair. That should never be coming out of somebody's mouth. Oh, she wanted it. And that's the problem I have with a lot of you ignorant-ass folk. You know, y'all know who y'all are. Y'all the ones that support somebody till the wheels fall off or until they get on stage and they bomb and they can't sing no more. Y'all y'all will support until there's no nothing left to support. You know, the, the ones that, you know, will ignore and turn a blind eye to something that they're doing that they, behind closed doors, say they don't agree with. But when it's somebody that you really love, Y'all will support, 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 and bash the victim. You know? Y'all will say all y'all want to about the victim, but not about the person that's doing it. And that's wrong. You know, that's wrong. I I, I think that when you can come out of your mouth and say, oh, you know, those women lying, and oh, why they wait so long to come forward, it's a mental thing. You got to understand something. When you at an age where you get sexually assaulted, and you can't turn to nobody, you can't go to nobody, right? It messes with your head. And I've never been in that situation before, but I, I can tell you from a standpoint of an athlete, when I injured myself, mentally I had to be ready to get back. You know, I injured myself and I knew I was, I knew physically I was back, but mentally it's like you you contemplate every day if you're willing to take that first step to, to try again. So when you hear on the news about people coming forward 15 years after the incident, 20 years after the incident, and then you got people on the news who are also bashing those people who are saying stuff like, oh, well, why'd she wait so long? And, oh, well, she's just stricken for money and she's strapped for cash. And, oh, this, that, right? And you're saying these things about these people, right? And there's somebody out there who has just experienced that for themselves, right? They're not going to want to come forward. You think you're going to want to come forward if somebody's on TV bashing you for something that you had no control over? You think you're going to want to say, hey, listen, like, that's also happened to me. Right? And then, what's funny is, they come forward, and then we want to say stuff like, oh, you know, she just wants attention. She wants this. Like, I feel... Granted, I was in the boat with everybody else. I was laughing at that big girl that came forward and said, oh, Usher gave her herpes or whatever. I laughed for a little bit. Then I had to check myself. And I was looking around at what people were saying, and people were like, oh, well, Usher know damn well. He can do better than that and da-da-da. But it's like, okay, 
that may be good and well, and that could that you know that, that could be true, right? But doesn't mean that you know he didn't try to take her back to her his hotel room. No. Does that mean that he didn't try to use his fame and his status to be like, yeah, like you know, come back with me? Doesn't doesn't mean he didn't at all. Because guess what? Unless we strapping these people up to a polygraph test and telling them to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but truth, we don't know what the hell happened. But we're just making assumptions and we're riding with it because guess what? That's our favorite artist. Oh, he had music that I loved growing up. So guess what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn away from him because he's my favorite artist. Y'all sound dumb as shit, and y'all should be ashamed of yourselves, right? And then they're the ones that. You know, want to bash R. Kelly, and that's good. You should bash him. You should, you should make him feel like the piece of scum and the piece of shit that he is. And I'm sorry for using a lot of pro, you know profanity, but you know what? This has got to stop. It's got to stop because the problem isn't that we allow this to go on. The problem is it goes on, and we know about it. The problem is we have, there are people in our families, there are people in our communities, there are people in our workspaces who have been sexually assaulted, and we ignore them, and we just turn a blind eye to them. But then when it's a celebrity, we can get on Twitter, we can get on Facebook, we can get on Instagram, we can talk, 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 talk about these individuals. And it's like, where was that energy when, you know, your niece was going through it? Where was that energy when your coworker came to you and told you that she was sexually assaulted and she needed somebody she could talk to about it? Where was that energy when, you know, someone that you that you were really close to told you that they were sexually assaulted? See, we pick and choose when we want to turn up and we want when we want to like actually put effort into something, and that's got to stop. You know, we laugh and joke and all that when it's not us personally getting getting this type of heat but then when it's happening at our back door we 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 ignore it oh or or we we do things like say oh well like that's not true uncle james would never do that to you oh that's not true he would never put his hands on you oh my 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 my, my husband would never touch my child right but you don't know because how often do we have conversations with our kids how often do we say, hey, listen, like, are you okay? See, the problem is, and I see now why parents who are single parents or single mothers, I see why now single mothers have a hard time letting and leaving their children around other men, specifically their younger younger women and daughters. I see now why. Because until you really know somebody and know their intentions, why would you? And that goes for anybody. That goes for your, that goes for your new man, your your boyfriend. That goes for your... Your husband that you just met, you know, and and whatever, I understand that now. But I'm also tired of us as men, specifically black men. I'm us. I'm I'm us. <laughs> I'm tired of us as black men saying, "Yeah, she's my queen. She's my Nubian princess. I love her to death. I'll protect her." Da 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 da. But then when stuff like this happens, we bashing women. We talking down on women. We saying that they wanted it. They, we saying that, oh, yeah, like, you know, why she come forward 15 years later? No, had that same energy that we had. Because if we're going to revere them and look at them as queens, right, 
then guess what we should be doing? When shit comes out like this, we should be the first ones defending them. We should be the first ones saying, hey, listen, like, I don't, I don't stand for sexual assault in no way, shape, or form. But see, it's funny because there are men in this industry that will tell you and show you through their words and their actions that they don't give a damn about, about women. Okay? But we still bump their music. We still give them a platform. We still allow them to make money. That's not cool. That's not cool. And so like Future said, you know, we're giving attention to something that if we don't give attention to, it's shit going to die. Like, there should be no reason why R. Kelly's music is streaming right now. And I again, shame on y'all that's making this all about him. Shame on y'all that's really like, oh, we're going to ride with you to the wheels fall off. Shame on y'all. Like, y'all watch the whole docuseries, but then y'all still like, you know what? Damn. I'm going to go bump his music right now. It don't matter if his music is, is, is popping or not. It don't matter if you uh, stop making excuses. Well, I grew up on him. It's hard to not listen. No, it, it ain't. It ain't. Just don't listen to him. You have a choice. Just like how some of y'all say y'all don't listen to certain genres, y'all don't listen to certain music. Okay, put him on their list. You know? Because at some point, you got to turn off the faucet to what is allowing them to do this. And what's allowing them to still be relevant, what's allowing them to still make money is because people like y'all, the ones out there that want to support him, people like y'all, Still give him a platform. If we all stop talking about this shit today. And stop listening to his music. Stop streaming his music. And let him wither off. There is no platform for him. But now we, we, we are allowing a platform. You think he don't, he don't hear the supporters that he has? You think we don't, he don't hear about the DJs that still want to play his music and all that? And still want him. You think he doesn't hear about the clubs that still want him to do a walkthrough? There was an article... I read a couple hours ago where it said that he showed up at a nightclub and people were applauding him. You know how you know you, you know how ignorant that is? That you you know, that we know this is going on and you make it a public appearance at a nightclub and then on top of that you got people applauding you? That's fucked up. That's 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 fucked up. So it starts with us. It starts with the attention we give this man. Stop giving this man attention. He will wither off. He will make. He will be of no relevance to us. Secondly, second tip I have. We need to take sexual assault more seriously. We need to stop not allowing that sense of not work. <laughs> we need to stop telling. Or we need to stop making kids feel like, not just our kids, but kids in general. We need to stop making them feel like they can't come to us as adults and talk about stuff. Without us ridiculing them, without us talking down to them. Or without us not believing them. That's the big thing, not believing. If a child knows that they won't be believed, if a child knows that what they say won't be taken seriously, it makes it that much harder for them to come forward with something the next time. But if they know that their their words are going to be heard, if they know that their words are going to be listened to and not just, you know, taken in and then say, oh, yeah, well, we'll talk about it. No, that you come to me and you say, hey, listen, like, I don't feel comfortable around this person. Who? 
All right, well then guess what? I'm not only am I talking to them, but I'm talking to them with the intent of letting them know, like, hey, listen, if my child comes to me again telling me they don't feel comfortable around you, you won't have any teeth to even whistle. Like you won't ha- you won't have teeth to to put together when you're cold. That's the type of energy we need to have. And you see it from certain parents. You see it from certain dads. They they make it known, hey, listen, like, I don't play that. You know, I don't play them games, you know. But then you got them parents that are like, they turn a blind eye to it. And then their kid doesn't say anything because you got them creepy-ass uncles who are like, oh, well, don't tell such and such, right? We're going to keep this our little secret. And it goes for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And then they come out and say, listen, like, this happened to me in 98. This happened to me in 03. And you're like, well, why didn't you say something then? I couldn't. Because the family I had made it so that I, I felt uncomfortable coming forward. Like, that's a hurt piece. I would never want my sister, my, like, relatives of mine, I would never want nobody to come out and say, listen, I was sexually assaulted by such and such. I'd, I'd probably go ape shit and black out. But if we don't set the precedent of having that open door policy with family, with our kids co-workers even or friends if we don't have that open door policy where they feel comfortable coming to us then guess what we're doing them a disservice because then the other side of it is if we have friends that have had situations happen to us and we're constantly on social media bashing women that have gone through things like this we're constantly in conversation saying man like fuck them women they wanted da, da, da. if we're constantly making that Known as how we feel Even if that's not really how we feel We just like to joke like that We shouldn't even joke like that Because we don't know who we might be around Who's actually experienced something like that And now because they've heard us say these things They don't feel comfortable coming to us About their own experience You know what I mean Like I find it funny when People will say things like Oh well You know did we ever think to look at it from, from R. Kelly's perspective? What the fuck perspective he got? Well, so we're gonna use the we gonna use the excuse of oh I was I was molested as a child, so nah. I'm not I'm not letting that sit in me. I don't care. I care and that's unfortunate that, that happened. That does not give you the right to touch on a younger girl. That does not give you the right to um do things to a younger woman. And then I know there was like a part in the documentary where they were talking about like how parents would sometimes let their kids go over it. Like, I'm sorry. You knew this was happening, but you didn't stop it. Okay, so then you're part of the problem then. You're part of the problem if you allow this man to continue with something that you know about, but you're like, man, nah. I ain't going, no, no, right? I can never be that parent. I can never be that parent where my kid has something important to tell me and they know, well, they're never available. They're never there. Like, not they're never, like, mentally there. You know, them parents that are in front of a TV all the time watching something and their kid comes up and they, they want to talk and they push them away. Or they say, not right now, right? I can never be that parent. Because that sets the tone for what happens later on in their life. So the way I personally feel about this whole R. Kelly shit, I feel like, look, I I'm, I can never listen to his music again. I can never give him no spotlight again. I can never talk about him again. 
Um, I'm at a point where if I see people who I follow on social media talking about him in a positive light, I will unfriend them because like I said, I'm not giving nobody attention who doesn't deserve it. Period. You don't deserve my attention. You don't deserve my time. Like you did something that across the board is wrong and you got away with it for so long. You've been gallivanting around making your excuses you got you know your 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 manager and your role manager in on it and they all in you know doing press tours talking about your life and all that all all this shit right i'm not nah i'm not rolling with that you're a sexual predator you should be in jail i hope they reopen cases on this man and i hope he goes to jail and i hope it sets the precedent of saying sexual assault is not tolerated End the discussion End the story You put your hands on a little girl And you touch her inappropriately Or you do something to her inappropriately Then guess what Your ass will have to face consequences And if you feel like you can continue on with it And you untouchable or whatever Well guess what There's a place in health specifically for you And there's a place in jail specifically for you That's how I feel about it That's how I'm coming with it. That's my energy towards the situation and shame on y'all who see no harm in what he's doing because you guys are a super fan. Like I really, I really want people. And if there are people out there that that are listening to this that um maybe planned on going to an upcoming R. Kelly concert because I know I've heard that he still is is actively touring and doing shows. If there are people out there who li- who are listening to this and are still heavy R. Kelly fans and got R. Kelly songs in their rotation. I want you to think about a couple things. Think about if it was your daughter that came to you with these with these like issues. Think if your sister, your mom, or somebody you know that's really close to you came to you with these issues. Would you turn a blind eye to it or would you actively go forward with trying to address the situation? And if you were somebody that turned a blind eye to it. Ask yourself, why would you turn a blind eye to it? What's the real reason why you you would ignore something as serious as sexual assault? Think about that. Think about that. Like, are we that ignorant that we're willing to praise and cherish somebody just because of their status in society? But ignore those individuals who are crying out for help in our own family, our own communities? Like are we are we that ignorant that we'll do that? Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you know. You know, maybe some of y'all still support R. Kelly. I would like to hear from you and and, and find out why you do still support him. Um, hit me up at Twitter, take a underscore hints on Instagram, Mister underscore four hundred M, or hit me up in my email, thinton twenty four at gmail dot com. Peace out.